With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke. No spit and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, and to find your local station for the Ben Mather Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Mather Show on Fox Sports Radio. I know there's a story that is bouncing around the pinball machine of Sports Talk Radio here about a, a book a new book out uh, with some claims about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I, I have uh, been beaten into submission on that, and I read, and we'll get to there. We'll get to there at some point, but I, I feel like this is just stuff that's been regurgitated. You've already eaten the food, and now the food's coming back up again, and I don't like that. Does anyone like that when you eat a meal and then it you comes back? You can no, it's a terrible feeling, right? So if there was something new that I'd be like, okay. But uh, but it's on my list. We'll get there at some point. But I'm much more intrigued, and maybe it's my bad instincts here, but I'm much more intrigued than what's going on in Pittsburgh. And, you know, number one, I haven't talked about it too much. And number two, there are some people convinced that the walls are caving in on the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise because of some things that have gone on the last couple of weeks involving the team, the beloved NFL franchise of Western Pennsylvania, off to a less than satisfying start. Steelers are winless after a couple of games, and 
really should have five losses. Even though there's only been two weeks in the NFL season, when you tie the Cleveland Browns, that should be like five losses. Stuff should fall down is what should happen. When you, when you tie the Cleveland Browns, that is a sin of, of epic football proportions. And now the Pittsburgh Steelers have been given the gift of palace intrigue involving star players, the coaching staff, the whole to-do. If you've not been up to speed on this, if you're not following it, maybe you don't care about the Steelers or you're, you're just out of the loop, you might have missed this. Well, Antonio Brown, not only did he have a hissy fit during the game, got into it with the offensive coordinator, Randy Fixner, but also Antonio Brown, a no-show. He didn't show up to work on Monday the day after. You start putting things together. You're like, hey, what's going on here? Now, Mike Tomlin, the coach of the Steelers, had a lot to say on Antonio Brown. And we actually have some of the audio of Mike Tomlin and uh, the issue of Antonio Brown not showing up to work, the conversation that took place. And uh, here's Tomlin addressing what the hell is going on been a couple of instances now uh, where you've asked me about Antonio regarding some social media like things I'll address that and dr- address that very directly with him but I'll leave that between he and I I'm not going to utilize this form to address such things I just don't believe it's a- appropriate well I think it is actually I believe that is what the whole news conference is designed for it's no one wants to hear you break down the secondary the the football hardos which are very small the percentage of those people Want to hear that. The rest of us really want to hear. We'd rather hear what you really have to say, not that you'll actually say it, about Antonio Brown. But here's more from the Steeler coach. This is Mike Tomlin again and uh, all about the meeting. What's going to happen with that? Give me the inside, Skinny. Mike, was he here yesterday? He was not. No, I'm looking forward to visiting with him today and discussing that and some other things. I'm not going to get into the details of why he wasn't here or whether he was excused and all of those things. Um, I just assume leave those things in-house. Yeah, in-house. Nothing stays in-house. The house is an open concept with no walls. There are no walls. Everything's out there. All right, here's one more from Mike Tomlin. And uh, the question and the answer, uh, Tomlin, what, what do you think the reason was? Why was Antonio Brown not showing up to work? I understand sometimes you got some negativity. You know, we lost a football game. Uh, there were some negative exchanges on the sideline. There's frustration associated with not playing well and not winning. Um, I understand all that. All right, so they'll talk. Uh, now, the agent, Drew Rosenhaus, claimed that Antonio Brown was away for, quote, personal reasons, uh, end quote, which could also be I just don't like the offensive coordinator. Those could be personal reasons, right? I don't like the people I work with. That's a personal <laughs> Personal reason. Now, the same day Monday that Brown didn't show up to work, Le'Veon Bell was enjoying the nice warm water in Florida, the nightlife in South Florida as well, uh, as he was out having a good time, and people were making a big deal about that. And, and Le'Veon Bell's been doing this. We told you a couple weeks ago, Le'Veon Bell, when the Browns and Steelers tied, Le'Veon was out having a good time uh, enjoying himself. So there are reports saying that the perception around the NFL is that Mike Tomlin has lost control of the Steeler locker room. So let's focus in on the Komodo Dragon sitting in the corner of the room here involving the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, has Mike Tomlin lost control of his football team? 
Well, I'm, I'm actually not there yet. I'm not there yet. But I, my perspective on this whole Steelers story with Brown and Le'Veon Bell, you've got the disease of me, life of leisure, and the prologue. And we'll link all this together. Now, A, we, we get the whole this is unsteeler like thing. If I hear one more dope in the media say, this is just not how the Steelers operate, I'm going to slap them is what I'm going to do. Uh, it's also unavoidable. Here's my position right on this. All of these old farts in the media lamenting how this is such a nightmare for the Steelers and they are doomed, put a sock in it. This is known as puffery. Antonio Brown is a premier talent in the NFL. We live in the age where if you're an elite athlete, certainly at key positions like receiver, defensive back, uh, you bring often this kind of baggage with you. It is the Instagram age. You bring tremendous talent. And the social media circus. Welcome to the big top. It's in on Instagram and all the other platforms on social media. There is melodrama, I would say, of the top 5% of NFL stars, about 95% of the top 5%, there is going to be this kind of drama. Antonio Brown is showing early signs of the disease of me, the dreaded disease of me, right, which is – a team-wide play, it's not just limited to one player. Once the play gets there, it affects many other people on the team, and he's leading the team in targets, Antonio Brown. He's on the cover of Madden, and it would seem, based on the circumstantial evidence, that he feels like he is being underutilized and underappreciated. But he's leading the NFL in targets. That sounds like someone who's suffering from paranoia, and uh, he's not getting enough love for his work. I don't know how you can get more love than being on the cover of Madden football. And there's clearly a a formation of of clicks, if you will, in the locker room. Players of pick size, most have slammed Le'Veon Bell, for example. Others have taken the counter position. Uh, and it's still only week three of the NFL season, but there's clearly some frustration with this. And Antonio Brown, I would think, resents the fact that Juju Smith-Schuster, while he doesn't have as many targets as Antonio Brown. Uh, He has certainly ascended up the pecking order for the Steelers and had many more impactful plays in the loss to Kansas City. And so Mike Tomlin, the reports of him losing control of his players, he never had control of his players. When has he ever had control of his players? Give me an example. You had Antonio Brown broadcasting on the internet a meeting after a game before they played New England. Give me, this is not like this is out of character. Right? So it's a juggling act is what it is. And secondly, as far as Le'Veon Bell, let's address that right now. Le'Veon Bell being on a jet ski and throwing an album release party, which seven people are going to buy at a Miami nightclub, it's not something. It's nothing. For the moment, Le'Veon Bell is just like you and just like me. He is not a contracted NFL player. Now, he's certainly taking a noble stand, not signing a contract that's been offered, but he's not holding out. He just didn't sign the contract. He's not getting more money. He didn't sign the contract. So to put it differently, Le'Veon Bell essentially has paid so far $1.7 million to ride a jet ski off the coast of Miami and hang out with Weed Man Hippie on South Beach. That's essentially what he's done. It's a very costly life of leisure. Now, 
I, I clearly he's made a good amount of money, but to give up a 1.7 in base salary in two weeks and every game you miss, it's you keep adding on to that. It's over $800,000 every game. And, and the Steelers losing these first two games, James Conner played great in the opener. Uh, and then in game two, it was the Steeler defense that imploded. Neither one of those games, Le'Veon Bell would have made the ultimate difference. I don't buy that. Uh, the Steelers certainly scored enough to beat Kansas City. And I would think that Le'Veon Bell logically will regret later on, what am I doing here, once he starts bleeding money. Uh, but but maybe he's invested it all in, in Amazon and Apple and diversified his portfolio with real estate investment. Probably not, but you never know. You never know. Now, when I think of not playing professional sports and just kind of hanging out in Florida, why not go play shuffleboard and mix in some bingo, right? That's what I think of, but he's not doing that. He's on the jet skis enjoying the, the, the nightclub scene there in Miami. Good for him. Why not? He's not playing football right now. But from the Steelers' standpoint, this is small potatoes is what it is. Now, the, the last part of this, the parting shot, are the Steelers doomed? And again, the reports out saying Tomlin has lost the locker room. That's the perception. He's lost control of his players. Are they doomed because Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are not playing? No. I, no. And I like being a panic peddler. I just don't see it. Mike Tomlin has never been a control freak in the locker room. He's the buddy-buddy type. That's how he operates. My advice, fix the defense. That's my advice. It doesn't matter. If you can have Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, if your defense is playing the way the Steelers' defense did against Kansas City and also in the first game turning the ball over on offense, then it, it doesn't. it's all irrelevant. The puzzle pieces are not going to fall into place. Pittsburgh's defense was overwhelmed by the Chiefs. It was a disgrace. They got destroyed. Kansas City is a good offensive team. They're going to be one of the top offensive teams. But Pittsburgh's supposed to be a pretty good defensive team, and that was a mismatch is what it was in that game. So, And this other stuff, you know, it's it's great. I I enjoy talking about it, and we'll see what Antonio Brown does next, what his next meltdown is going to be. But, again, if you look at the top, the top 5% of players, the top 5% of teams, 95% of them have some drama, some melodrama. Patriots with Tom Brady, Gronk, Belichick, this mysterious, shady trainer named Alex Guerrero. The Rams have Knucklehead Nation, but boy, does that look good, Knucklehead Nation. With Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters grabbing his junk, scoring a touchdown. in Damakan Su, boy, those guys are good. They're knuckleheads, but they're good. You go down the list. It's a sign of the times, right? If you win, it's prologue. It's like we always talk about all this, this made-up sportscaster gibberish. Locker room chemistry, harmony in the locker room is a big one. And they, they, they bring that stuff up when you win. There are teams that lose a lot that have great harmony. People don't bring it up. And, and the good thing is the cardinal rule, if you lose, if the Steelers lose, they now have a fall guy. They can blame number 84, Antonio Brown, for being a disruptive presence, and they can blame that jet ski that Le'Veon Bell's been riding around in off the coast of Miami. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. That's right. Uh, over wow, there. that was that was a very logical, well-reasoned, and very sane Maller monologue. I'll give that you. a 9 out of 10. Uh, I'd like to point out that I am accurate. <laughs> Am I correct with my analysis, Eddie, that, that Mike Tomlin has never, 
never been a control freak and never really had control. He's let the players do what they want to do. Well, I mean, to a point, I'll agree with you, but I no, also no, no, no. You don't have to say to a point. I, well, I, but just, I also it's think it's a simple yes. It's re- it's look, a simple yes. Antonio Brown is a is a diva. He's a wide receiver diva. That's what wide receiver divas do, and this is something he's done throughout his career. I mean, not not the not showing up for the meetings or whatever, but doing stuff that is irritating and sometimes raises your eyebrow and those types of things. That's nothing new, but I mean. I think the great majority of the locker room uh, respects Mike Tomlin and likes him as their head coach. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, Antonio Brown doesn't. Okay, that's one guy. Does that mean he's lost the locker room because one wide receiver diva uh, doesn't like him? The answer is no. He hasn't lost the locker room. Oh, no. They've lost that guy. Good, though. Yeah, you sell more panic. It's a bad job. Well, you didn't, but you didn't didn't. do that. I don't believe it, though. When I believe it, I do. Yeah. In this case, I don't believe it. If is I it, believe is it, it, I would go for it. I don't believe it. Does it make me a bad guy if I if I might want Le'Veon Bell to get into a jet ski accident? Does that make me a bad guy? Oh. See, it only makes you a bad guy if he gets in a really bad jet ski accident. Well, no, I don't then, want him to be like Then you know, this will be playing on Just, all the sports blogs and you will feel terrible. I probably won't feel terrible, but. Yeah. Wow. Tell us how you really feel, Eddie. I'm just, yeah. I'm just. It's a hypothetical, Roberto. I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really saying. It? I'm just saying if you know something. There would is happen. A, a history, Eddie, as you know, of professional athletes in Miami getting completely hammered on illegal substances and driving boats. Well, I do know the, of one for sure. Yeah. Yes, that unfortunately has happened, and the results normally lead to a body bag uh, when that takes place, especially if you do it at night and you're going at a high I, rate. I, of let speed. me be clear. I am not. I'm not hoping that that happens. <laughs> okay. So you want to walk back on that? Is that? Well, I never said mean? that. <laughs> just yeah. said you know. Uh, yeah. Some oh, sort of middle ground? injury, yeah. Like, a, how can you have a minor? I've never been on a jet ski. That looks like fun, though. It does look like fun. Has anyone been They're on fun. a jet ski? Yeah. You've been on one. Yeah. I have not been on one. You've never been on a jet ski. Are fat no. people allowed on jet skis? <laughs> can you put a tall a person? Good, on Do a they jet have ski? like a, a maximum weight? You know what I mean? Do they sink yeah. too low? They, they, I, I, they might actually. I feel <laughs> like I'm too tall for the whole thing because with the wind, won't the wind like knock me down off the jet ski and in no. the water and all that? No, no. Nah. A lot of fun, man. You got. They try look it. great. Like I was watching the the clip of Le'Veon Bell, and I'm like, wow, man, that's great. That's more fun than playing football. I'd rather be on a jet ski off the coast of Miami, man. That looks like a really good time. Okay, it, it depends on the manufacturer of the jet ski. Okay, the Yamaha EX model can hold up to 529 pounds. Oh, man, I'm not that fat yet. No, I'm <laughs> so, in. I'm in. Yeah. All right, good. So I got to get one of those Yamahas, and I'm I'm in on. You got to try it. It's that's fun. not really. Have you ever crashed, Roberto, on a jet ski? No, you have not. Is there? How fast do they go? Yeah, that's a good question. How fast do these jet skis go? Uh, they go pretty fast. Yeah. Doesn't have a speedometer on it or anything. Yeah. Oh, it does. How much do they yeah. cost? Like, I could probably buy one, right? But I, I gotta. No, much... you're way too cheap to buy one of those things. Well, probably the maintenance on it would suck because in water, you know, anything with like a. Plus, you got to get like a trailer to haul it around. Oh yeah, I see those guys. They look kind of like douchey when they you <laughs> see the trailer with the jet skis on them and stuff driving. Yeah, but they it looks fun though. I, I tell you, I'm into that. What do you, I think a jet, what is a jet ski, like three grand? Is that how much a jet ski is? Am I wrong? I think it might be a little bit more than that. I was, really? I'm looking at the speeds right now. There's there's some that go up to like 75 Ooh. miles an hour. Oh, that's cooking. Can you imagine being yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. That's nuts. That's a motorcycle on water is what that is, man. That's crazy. Fun, man. You got to yeah. try it. You got to try it. You don't have to wear a helmet. I see most of these guys don't wear no, helmets. No, no helmet. Yeah. Just a uh, life vest. Try to avoid the boats. That's I'm on Sea-Doo's website right now. It's a great website. I always go there. 
the cheapest one is starts at five thousand three ninety nine. Oh, five grand. Really? Now, Roberto, I'll rent do, one. Do you? I'm yeah, saying. I was gonna say. Do yeah. you, you've probably rented one. I'm assuming you don't own one. No, I don't own one. Yeah, my buddies uh, had had uh, some CDs, and we went out one time. And I would say it's a lot more fun when you're drinking. <laughs> no, 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 no. We do not recommend that. We do not recommend well, that. Each their own. But I, was, but I was younger and more stupid back then, so you, yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Now. There are these things called the Darwin Awards, and you can, if you drink enough and get on a jet ski, you can win a Darwin Award. <laughs> Darwin. It'll be your last award, but you'll win the Darwin Award. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's like a roller coaster today. I uh, saw this story early in the day, and I hadn't even gone to bed yet because I have ridiculous sleep patterns during the week. And then the story had changed by the time I had awoke from my hibernation on my sleep number bed. It was an exhilarating, frightening, terrifying roller coaster ride, and it must have been adrenaline charged while I was sleeping because this thrill ride began with a number of legends of the game of football putting the hammer down. A letter was sent out, if you saw this or not, but a letter was sent out from a handful of NFL Hall of Famers, Pro Football Hall of Famers, not NFL, Pro Football Hall of Fame. The letter was addressed, the manifesto, to Roger Goodell, commissioner of the National Football League, DeMarie Smith, the executive director of the Players Association, and some guy named David Baker who runs the Pro Football Hall of Fame. These are legends of the game, and in this letter, these Hall of Famers threaten to not attend the Hall of Fame induction ceremony in Canton, Ohio, unless or until the Hall of Fame class receives health insurance and an annual salary that includes a share of league revenue. How about that? Yeah. Oh, man, it's great to be alive, isn't it? I'll tell you something. Wow. All right, there's a lot to unpack on this. There's a lot to unpack. Now, Eric Dickerson, boy, I've got mixed feelings because this is my, you know, my youth. Uh, Eric Dickerson, uh, the Rams legend, the man that had that swag, that style, uh, the whole thing going. He's leading the charge here. He's got the, he's got the bugle, and he's out in front. And a list of big time NFL players was included in this initial story. Uh, legendary figures. Uh, Lawrence Taylor uh, was one prominent member. Jim Brown, Earl Campbell. If you love the game of football, these are names you know. These are names you love. Marcus Allen uh, on that list. Ronnie Lott. Jerry Rice, Kurt Warner, and so many more. Joe Namath also there. Prime time. Deion Sanders. Uh, on and on and on. So it's a, it's a very lengthy list of the who's who, the creme de la creme of the National Football League legendary uh, fraternity. They're the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And again, the key part of this, the letter indicated it was a very sappy letter about how they sacrificed their bodies in many cases and uh, they they need health insurance. They need an annual salary for Hall of Famers that includes a share of league revenues right there. Uh, now, we've not heard from the NFL. At least I didn't see the NFL respond. I didn't see response from anybody. Eric Dickerson made the rounds on sports radio. He appeared here on Fox Sports Radio. 
in the evening time, and he was also on a couple of other places, as I know. He, he was doing the circuit, as they say. But let's discuss. All right, the question, and we don't know all of the details, but we know a lot. There's a very packed letter that was sent, and it, it had the Hall of Fame board members there, and it listed their demands. And It's much like when you take a hostage and you have a list of demands. Uh, that's how it works. So will this evil plan work for the Hall of Famers? The short answer, which I believe is the right answer, is it shouldn't work. All right? My thoughts on this, you've got extortion, handouts, and mirror, mirror. All right, now we'll tie all this together. Number one, I don't know how you can say it any other way than this. It's a shakedown. It's a shakedown by Hall of Fame football players. Now, they're doing the impossible. And, and again, this is where Eric Dickerson is in the wrong on this. And I, and I was, you know, I don't need to couch it. I like Dickerson as a football player, and I think he's you know, a cool guy and all that. But, I mean, this is absurd. You're making the NFL likable is what you're doing. No one wants to like the NFL. You put up with the NFL. Even if you're a fan of pro football, you put up with it. You don't have to like the NFL, the 800-pound gorilla of the sports world, the National Football League, but you don't. You, now, now you're making the NFL seem like the good cop, and you're the bad cop. Uh, here's a little taste. Eric Dickerson, earlier on Fox Sports Radio, was on with The Odd Couple, the new show here on Fox Sports Radio in the evening time, and here is Dickerson commenting on the goal here, the goal of all this. I want to go back and take care of the guys that block for me, the guys that caught the routes that I played, the kickers, the guys that I played with, the guys that I know, the, they know the same struggle. It's all about us as a team, not just Hall of Famers, but we have to start with the Hall of Famers because those are the most recognizable names. Yeah. All right. So he's trying to win the, the Nobel Peace Prize, I guess. I, yeah. All right, here's the deal. Listen, again, the NFL can be ruthless. I get that. Uh, but the, the, I'm on the side of the evil corporation. I am on the side of the evil corporation. This just feels wrong to me, right? This feels wrong to me. And it, you know, most guys are like this. If if you're trying, if you're dating, like yeah, I'm married and all that. But when you when I was dating, if a woman gave me an ultimate, like I worked weekend overnight radio for years while I was dating. No woman would put up with that, okay? Because you know you can't take a, a, a date out on a Friday or Saturday because you're doing a radio show. That is about as unattractive as it can possibly be to the other gender. They just want nothing to do with you, okay? <laughs> and so, I occasionally, when I did, I didn't date very often. When I would date, I'd have women t- tell me, "So, well, they give me an ultimatum." You know, it's like, "Well, I want to go out with you, but I, you can't work these hours." I'm like, "I have to work. I don't make the schedule. This, this, this." company I work for makes the schedule. And so, I, and I think most people don't do well. I don't think women do well either with ultimatums. I don't think anybody that does well with Who likes ultimatums? Who likes it? Tell me the people that like ultimatums. You think women do? Really? Well, most guys will walk away. That's that. If you give a guy an ultimatum, a real man with machismo and masculinity will walk away. You do not present, a, you do not present an ultimatum to a man. He will walk away. And the other thing about this is it just smells wrong. You don't reward extortion attempts. You don't. Because what happens is it leads to more extortion attempts. I mean, let's call this what it is. The NFL players are looking to obtain, these Hall of Famers led by Eric Dickerson, are looking to obtain a salary and medical benefits, and they're doing it via threats is what they're doing. They wrote a manifesto. They wrote a letter to these people at the NFL and the Players Union and all this, and they're making threats that they're not going to show up if you don't do this. It's being a bully. 
They're being bullies. They're Hall of Fame bullies. Manipulative bullies is what they are in this regard. And the Hall of Fame ceremony, I've never been. Now, some of the people, we'll talk to some people here in a minute that have been to the Hall of Fame ceremony, uh, one in particular. I've never been there, and I'll check it out, and sometimes I get into it, but often it's not something I'll go out of my way to watch. It doesn't get great ratings. And would it matter if these guys didn't show up? I know it's all about nostalgia. It's all about going back to your youth and you see these legends from when you were a kid and you flash back to when you were 12 years old. And you're like, oh, man, I love watching that guy play. But seriously, if no legend showed up and it was just a bunch of empty chairs there, is no one going to show up? Isn't the Hall of Fame ceremony supposed to be about the people that are there going in this year? Maybe I'm wrong on that. Now, secondly, uh, this is a pet peeve of mine. There's nothing I despise more than people expecting a handout. I can't stand it. I, I, I'm all for working hard and being rewarded for hard work. I'm all for that. But I've always felt this entitlement thing nauseating uh, and also unbecoming. Uh, and it's, I blame my parents. Uh, that's how they, That's how I was raised. I work hard. You should get paid, uh, paid a good wage. But you just don't, don't stand around expecting handouts like that. And, and that's, that's where we are. You know, what Eric Dickerson should do is try to get Bernie Sanders to be the new boss of the Hall of Fame here. I mean, bring him in. Bring Bernie in there and have him run the Hall of Fame. If you want a salary, then go out and get a job. You're not entitled to a lifetime of wages. That's not the agreement between the players and the owners. And I remember when I was a, a kid, my grandfather uh, from Springfield, Mass., and we, he, my, my mom's dad, and he would – He'd see stories like this, and he'd just rant and rave about the chutzpah. I mean, the chutzpah, the nerve of these people to ask for this. But we live in an age of chutzpah. That's the age we live in. It's it's unreal. And especially considering what was the story this year for the Hall of Fame. You know and I know what the story was about the Hall of Fame. It was a bunch of these pompous, arrogant, self-righteous Hall of Famers condemning who? They were condemning Terrell Owens for not going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame ceremony. They were essentially goofing on him, right? They were making fun of him. How dare you? The delicious irony that many of these same people who were quoted on radio and on uh, web stories bashing T.O. for being selfish, not going to the Hall of Fame, are now threatening to not go to the Hall of Fame for selfish reasons. Think about that. That's where we are right now. Right, they want a handout. This is extortion. Now, the last thing, and, and, and this is the key part of all this. Like, I can understand an argument that the NFL players feel these legends, well, we got screwed. The players get this, and the, in baseball, they get what they want. We don't get what they want. We want to be equal. Well, you're not equal, right? The way you get to that point, how many work stoppages has baseball had over the years? They lost an entire a World Series in 1994. They didn't even play the World Series because the players held out and the players ended up winning. They lost short-term. They won long-term. And so really, if you're Eric Dickerson and these other players, these legends of the game, I advise you, if you want to play the blame game, look at the mirror mirror on the wall because you had your opportunity when you were playing. You did. You guys didn't do it. You can blame other people, pass the buck. I know a lot of guys like to do that. But if you guys, when you were playing in your day, in your time, in your salad days as an NFL player, if you had stuck the 
uh, stuck to your guns rather and stuck together, you'd get, maybe wouldn't get everything, but you'd get a lot more than the NFL players have. And I keep hearing all this rhetoric about how, oh, well, you just wait. It's going to be a nuclear winner in a couple years when the collective bargaining agreement's up in the NFL. I don't buy it for a second. It is all puffery. It's all fake. Uh, and the, the players are not committed to it. The players that are playing right now, they're not. They will be in financial ruin. There's not a big enough amount of money that players can save up collectively. That's the key, right? Because you still got to pay your bills. If you're not getting a check coming inbound, you still got uh, you still got to pay that money outbound, and so that becomes the problem. It's like that great quote. I think it was was it Patrick Ewing uh, during the NBA work stoppage about all the cars that the players had and all that stuff. How expensive those cars were to store or something. Remember, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something to do with the, the amount of money that had to go out to these automobiles that the guys own. And I also also like to point out that this this Dickerson story. With the Hall of Famers, uh, it it was sloppy. Already Jerry Rice and Kurt Warner, they're trying to distance themselves to a point, right? They're like, oh, wait a minute here. I'm not part of the board here. How dare you? And Jerry Rice and Kurt Warner, uh, after the story initially came out, said while they do support players getting improved benefits, uh, they, they said, well, we're not actually going to boycott the Hall of Fame. Of course, it would be awkward. Doesn't Kurt Warner work for the state-run NFL network, which covers the Hall of Fame every year? Be a little odd. Right, let's say hello to a man who has been to the hallowed grounds of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. Well, I have been to the Hall of Fame a couple of times, yes. as you, I'm sure, were alluding to. Well, and did, yes, I just said that. I will say one of the cooler things about being there is seeing all of the Hall of Famers. A lot of them come back, and they're not just around for the ceremony, but they're around for the whole week. And a lot of them are there to make a buck as well. They do a lot of autograph signings and things like that and are at a bunch of events and all that kind of stuff. So if they weren't to show up, it would definitely decrease from the enjoyment of the week, I would say, for a lot of fans. But yeah. as far as watching it on TV, yeah, they're, they're, nobody cares. Yeah. If you're just going to watch it on TV... You know, you see him in a shot here or there applauding, but that's not that big of a deal for TV. In person, though, I think it would be uh, it would be kind of I a heard big deal. Dickerson was on. He did a bunch of interviews. He went on with Petros and Money, and he was like, hey, I just go to, I go to go golfing, is what he said. He was like, I like to golf with these guys. I like to go yeah, to Canada it's, and it's, golf. It's a big get-together. Uh, they get treated like kings, and yeah. uh, they make a little cash well, on the side why, as well. Why don't we get treated like kings? Where, where's the Fox Sports Radio you know, like the uh, reunion? Where's the reunion? Uh, yeah. like those, some of those old shows. Well, I, I heard a story that someone wanted to treat us like kings tonight with some delicious food, but apparently someone's diet uh, canceled those plans. Oh, well, no, the guy, he could have shown up, but uh, he chose not to. Uh, I appreciate that he chose not to, but I would have just – Abstained, you know. You guys could have had a food orgy, and I would have that's, abstained that's from the food I orgy. I heard Ben said Ben's on his diet, so you guys can't have any food. Well, Koopa Loop was polite. He was a very you know moment of weakness for the Koopa Loop, and he advised that I'm on this very strict regimen of uh, eating one meal during the week, and then I eat two meals on the weekend because I'm a I'm a rebel on the weekend. I eat two meals on the weekend, and I even have a snack sometimes. And and so I to honor that, I eat usually earlier in the day, and so. I don't like to eat overnight because it's bad for you, supposedly. I don't know. Did you see that story? They said, uh, was it aspirin? When I, for years, to take I'm an aspirin. I'm sorry, asp- what? No, aspirin. Oh, I thought, you said, I thought you said something else. Yeah. Well, that's good for you, too, in a different <laughs> way. But but no, aspirin, Yeah. right? You take an aspirin a day, it's supposed to keep the heart attack away. Uh-huh. But now there's a new study out that says that's not the case. Oh, it actually great. could be bad for you. 
So this is my theory on everything. But, but then in a couple of years, the, yeah. another theory will come out and say it's good for a you. A study, yeah. yeah. So I read all these studies. So my theory is just do whatever the hell you want. You're going to die anyway. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's, my, that's my theory. Yeah, yeah, that's my theory. Because they'll just tell you, drink drink coffee, don't drink coffee, have yeah, Seriously, oil. though, that happens all the time. Eggs are good for you. No, eggs are bad for yeah. you. It's, it, but, I, but I've noticed the reason I people say, well, I get emails. Why do you eat one meal a day? You're stupid. You're gonna, you know, I, I do it because that's the way I can maintain my weight and lose a little bit of weight. That works for me. It doesn't work for everybody. I'm not telling people to do it. That just happens to work for me. And and that's it. So, but but yeah, you're you're referring to Big Lou, who offered to come down here, and it was a very polite offer, a very kind offer. That's not a cheap meal. We're we're big divas on that. And I just said, well, can you do it like a Thursday into a Friday? That would be good. I can cheat. I can have a little cheat there. And it's still a weekday though. It's not the weekend. Ben. Roberto, well then be I would quiet. He's, oh, he's yeah. Well, no, what, I would, well, no, no, what I would do. I'm glad you bring that up. But I would just fast on Sunday. See, I would I would move. Good plan, Ben. Good oh, plan. That's good plan. Yeah, yeah sorry. So I offered that. That was my olive branch to Big Lou, and he appears to have rejected that. But that was oh, not man. that was not good for Big Lou, and he he turned me down. So. Come on, Big Lou, don't be a crybaby. No, stop. No, 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 Roberto. <laughs> no, Roberto. No, 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 Way to have my back, Roberto. Way to have my back. No, no. Now, He's wanna... very generous. Don't defend him. As far as this Dickerson story, though, if this works, I will change. I'll do a 180, okay? I will agree with Dickerson. I would also like to get a salary for the rest of my life from Fox Sports Radio. So if they would like to pay me the rest of my life, if they're willing to do that, I'm all for it. If it works for the – it's not. this is not going to work, right? Come on, this is ridiculous. It's yeah, absurd. No, I, I, no, I don't see this working. No, no it's not going to work. And I don't see the don't players can... boycotting the Hall of Fame either. They're not going to do that either. How it, would it it's work? It's an empty threat. Yes, exactly. There'll be like two people that don't show up and they don't, they don't even notice. Well, Eric Dickerson and, and somebody else who probably wasn't going to be there anyway. <laughs> All right. Is the, the Ben Mather show on I Fox. I when I peep. Oh, well, well, yeah. What happened? He's in rehab for like six months, right? Oh, according, according to oh, no, Twitter, no. According he Twitter, says he's, no, back. he's back. He's, he's back. already back. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Didn't he say his goodbye in <laughs> yeah. six months? That was quick. That was fast. Really? Yeah, he's back. How long was it? Like two weeks? No, it's a been a, like three days. <laughs> yeah. No. It's been like three days. I think it was at no, least a it week. Hasn't been a, it hasn't like a been, week, No, dude. it's been no more than a week. It hasn't even been a full week. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And let's bring in the Coop the Loop, Justin Coop. Ben, North Texas went viral over the weekend for a fake fair catch punt return. Oh, I saw this. This was great. Yeah, it went for a touchdown. Now, reports on Monday indicate that the NCAA is considering a rule to ban such a play. Yeah. Ben, do you think it should be banned? No, absolutely not. Uh, no, and to expand on that, A, you file this one under classic gamesmanship. If you end up bamboozled the way Arkansas was in a play like this, you just own it. You put your tail between your legs and you walk away. You don't let up on a play. You play till the whistle. Arkansas got hoodwinked. It is rudimentary football. Every level of football, Every even two-bit coaches tell you, you don't give up. Literally, Five guys on Arkansas were walking off the field before the whistle had blown. There was no fair catch rule in effect. That took gigantic man balls to do what this kid did, knowing that he could have been laid out and trucked the player for the mean green. And and B, this was just smart football. It was unique. Instead of huffing and puffing, North Texas should be celebrated. They should be penalized for this. It's poor coaching by Arkansas. It was an emasculating situation, getting barbecued by the mean green. They lost by 27 points. What the hell happened? 
All right, next. And Raiders linebacker Bruce Irvin was being called out for his lack of effort against the Broncos during their two-minute drive in the fourth quarter. However, John Gruden was quick to come to the defense of his players, saying that he gave it everything he could. Ben, do you think Irvin deserved the benefit of the doubt? No, not at all. There was 54 seconds to go in the game. The, the final, the same drive where that wager danger happened, the guy bet on Denver to, to win the game at plus $75,000. The Broncos are driving. Bruce Irvin looked like a sloth. He looked like a lazy baseball player not running out uh, a fly ball. It was embarrassing. The, the Broncos castrated the Raiders' defense. And listen, there is no plausible, passable excuse. Some Raider fans are like, well, it's the Mile High City. That's why they have oxygen. Shut up. He's a professional athlete. It was the second game of the year. It, 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 that's an indictment on his conditioning if he couldn't just stay in the game till the end. He got lazy. That was embarrassing. No, no benefit of the doubt. Next. Now, a couple of days ago, there were rumors about Jimmy Butler contemplating his future in Minnesota. Well, now we're hearing that Carl Anthony Towns is delaying his contract extension due to Butler's uncertainty. Ben, do you think that the window for Tom Thibodeau and the Wolves is already closing? When was it ever open? Listen, I like Minnesota. I like Thibodeau. They got a mess. They're trying to recreate the Chicago Bulls. Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins are not fully invested into playing hard basketball, aggressive basketball. They're clearly not into it. They're not buying in. It's a problem. But I, I give them another year here at least, Thibodeau. All right, there it is. How do we do? Ben, you pass. That's the winner. I won the game like the mean green. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, let's do it. It is password time. Very simple. I just want to point out... For the record, we had a controversy in the show this week in Maller's Mountain of Money, and the results are in. We had a, a vote up on who won Maller's oh, Mountain of Money. With 77% of the popular vote, it was, yes, Ben wins combined uh, was the big winner there yeah. with hundreds of votes. For those, those of you polls. for those of you that don't know, it's they're science, not on Twitter, Ben puts poll. up these polls where all of the possible Answer's answers the are... Yeah. Are, the, are basically the same. No, they're not. Yeah, yes, they is, are. That is uh, incorrect. No, they're not you're the same. A, you're a liar and a cheater. They are absolutely not the same. In fact, no words were repeated in any of the answers. Re- read the, read the uh, possible choices. I'm for directing them. people to my Twitter page. You can go to my Twitter page, at Ben yeah. Mal, if you want to see the results. It's scientific. It's fair. The it's people of America have spoken. The opposite of I fair. I am the winner. Sorry, Eddie. I know you're upset by that. You're but, a cheater and a liar. Well, again, you lost. You're a loser. Play the game here. Welcome in our contestants. We say hello to Patrick, the Uber black driver in San Diego. Hello, Patrick. Hey, Benjamin, my friend. Hello, Patrick. What's going on? You ready to go? Yes? Yes, I am. All right. Hold on a sec. And we have Ronnie in New York City. Hello, Ronnie. Hey, how you doing, Ben Mello? What's going on, Ronnie? You ready to go, man? What What are you doing in New York? I deliver papers. I'm delivering papers right now, and there will be no controversy today. Oh, I know. This well, I is guess a Ben's fake. not playing. No, this then. is a fake. I can tell. This is, uh, what's that guy? Niagara Falls guy. What's the Niagara Falls guy? That isn't, oh, wow. That's not him. Racist, Ben. No, I'm not Jeez. racist. I can tell. No, I can tell. 
No, no, no way, Malice. How old are you? Oh, come on, Coop. That's that's Racist. so. Come on, Coop. No not, way, not, all, not all black guys are the same person. I'm not Thank saying you. that. <laughs> I can tell. And this guy's doing black. Exactly. You said sound... black guy. That's Coop Aloof. He's racist. That's right. <laughs> yes. Exactly correct. See, Coop doesn't even realize it. What's going on? How much weed have you smoked, Coop? This is clearly a fake voice. It's obviously a fake that, voice. That is not no, Big it's Sean. Not a fake. I'm this a smoker. You're a smoker? Yeah? Yeah, man. I've smoked for 20 years. Oh, come on. It's, to me, this sounds like the guy in Niagara Falls. You're doing a fake uh, voice. He's he's done this before, Coop. Uh, we're wasting all our time. Should we let this guy play or not? Yeah, let him play. No, Roberto, that's the wrong answer, Roberto. Of course let him Unbelievable. play. All right, that's what he, that's the guy, what's his name? Uh, the guy he called last night from Niagara Falls. All right, just admit it right now. Come on, admit it. I'm Ronnie from New York no, City. No, you're New not. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're not. Eddie, do you recognize his voice, Eddie? Uh, come on, come on. I don't, honestly, I don't recognize his All voice. All right, just admit it. I love the New York football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not, I, thank you. All right, Coop thought that was a real. All right, let's go, Brad. We have backup, so uh, Brad in in Minnesota. Hello, Brad. Hey, Brad. What's going on? All right, Brad, you want to do this, Brad? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. All right, uh, very good, Brad. And what do you do in Minnesota? Uh, I fill vending machines. Oh yeah, we remember you. you. Didn't you send us some stuff? Was that you? I did. Yeah, thank you, man. That was great. A ton of stuff. Hooked us up, man. We had a junk food coma here because of you. That was awesome. All right, well, good luck, Brad Patrick. Who would you like to partner up with? Wow. All right, Brad, who do you want to partner up with, Brad? Uh, I'll take Eddie. Right, oh, there you go. A, a cheat-free show. <laughs> no controversy today. <laughs> Boring. Boring. The ratings are going to go down, but we'll play the game. All right, uh, let's see. Patrick, pick a number between 1 and 10. 7. All right, number seven. We start out with ten points. Go ahead. Password, the word game of the stars. All right, let's see here. Number seven. I'm going to go with... Hmm. Refurbish. Take your time. The terrible clue. I'm sorry. It was, did you say refurbish? Yes. Wow, bad. Design? No. Oh, Okay. Eddie? All right, Brad, uh, Coop said refurbished. I looked this up. It is one word. Uh, the clue for you is secondhand. Um, used? Yes. There it is. All right. And nine points for Eddie well and Brad. Done. And you're back up. We've already had number seven. Pick another number, Brad. One. Number one. This, Number this one. This is on the list every week. Coop loves this one. Every week. <laughs> Which is ironic. It hasn't been used. Uh, let's see. Uh, the password, the word, the clue is um, workout. Sweat. No. All right. Down to nine points. All right, Patrick, you heard Eddie's clue. Yes, I did. My clue is establishment. Jim. Yes. All right. We're tied at nine. Back to Coop. What a boring game this is. All right, back to Coop. Here we go. Number two. Snooze fest. 30 oh, seconds. Number up. two. Boring. All right. Uh, boring. Let's go with clue for number two. Let's go with. Think about 30 seconds. Radiate. Heater? No. All right, Eddie, this is for the win. Brad, uh, the clue is illuminate. Light? 
No. Back to Coop. Hurry up, Coop. Uh, let's go with um. He's panicking. Oh, we're out of time. You guys finishing a tie. What a terrible <laughs> oh, it's like, game. Like terrible the Steelers game. and the Browns. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.